It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Hello and welcome to another edition of They Came to Play, the sports podcast with Danny McGinley and I try and work out what's been happening over the last seven days. We put a lot of work into this podcast. We do, especially in off-season. Yes, we do. There's nothing else happening in our lives. We're just focused on this. Where were you last week? Where was I last week? I interviewed, I had Daniel Cherney on, cricket writer, to try and get me to mm. blag my way through the ashes. I was in Adelaide. Right. Yes, because I do breakfast radio in Adelaide, normally from Melbourne because <gasps> of COVID. I can't go over there. Uh, but last week they opened the border and I, I was in Adelaide. Wait, how was yeah. it? It was- uh, How's Adelaide changed? Adelaide's great. <laughs> Adelaide is great. It was fun. I enjoyed being there. It was good. I did a winery tour one day. Really? It's part of, yeah, it's part of like you doing a winery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, who's that talking? I know. <laughs> that is one of Australia's favourite comedians, Tim Hewitt. Hey, Hewitt. How are you, mate? Oh, very well. Very honoured to be yeah. on here. It's very exciting. Um, are, you, are you a winery tour kind of guy? I'd like to get uh, more into that world, into that scene. <laughs> <laughs> you, must get, now, you must be getting yeah, old. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hit a wedding, the wedding circuit harder <laughs> these days. You know, that feels like that's coming. How old are you now? Yeah. Uh, Thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's wedding start. Mm. I didn't drink. I didn't drink wine really at all until I was in my forties, mm. which yeah. is a, which makes me a very late starter. I don't and I still don't much. really drink spirits. Oh, I'm a spirits guy now. Yeah, I'm just wine and beer. Man, whiskey is so yeah. good. Are you, a, are you? Are you? A, <laughs> Welcome to the cool guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whiskey's so good. Tommy Little drinks a lot of whiskey as well, Does he? but I just can't. I don't know if I've only drunk sh- cheap shit whiskey. Possibly. It's the same as champagne. Have you ever, Tim Hewitt, guest on this podcast of ours, have you ever had a sip of a glass of champagne and gone, oh my God, that was delicious? Ooh, mm, I don't know. Weirdly, my mum only drinks and she'll only drink champagne. So right. I guess maybe I grew up having a sip of that. So yeah, I don't okay. mind it. But no, yeah. I, I like the first sip of champagne, but yeah, by, the, by halfway through the glass, you're going, where's the beer? Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. can't. Get that I, orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's lighten the load here. Yeah. Bit I, of Verve Clico. <laughs> I just can't do it. I've never drunk champagne and gone, yep, that was delicious. Mm. I'd love some more. Unless I haven't, unless, I don't know, what's the expensive stuff that all the footballers and rappers drink? Uh, uh, oh, Cristal. Oh, do I need some Cristal? Is that the... Didn't the rappers go off Cristal because, like, the CEO said, uh, you know, we're not really happy that rappers are enjoying our product. <laughs> And mm. uh, we would like them not to be associated. But what can you do? Sales go up. And so Jay-Z went, right, Cristal's not in any of my Because he used to mention Cristal in, in songs. Didn't yeah. He? I never yeah. get that. Why do rappers name brands? That's going to date your song so badly. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen up, Jay-Z. Start listening. <laughs> My yeah, man Danny McGinley knows a bit about the rap world. Well, thank you, Tim. Thank Tim. you. Finally, Tim. I'm getting recognised. Yeah. Tim, a 40-year-old... White guy from Melbourne has <laughs> got some advice for you, Jay-Z. Yeah. Hey, look, he grew up in New Jersey. I grew up in Preston. It's pretty much the same similar, thing. Similar. Mean streets. Which is the opposite of the big, massive Nike store in New York. Years ago, they used to say to staff, 
if you see young black kids shoplifting, just let them go. Because ah. they wanted their clothes seen on cool black kids. Because ah, stealing the is cool. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they wanted. Uh, they just wanted their clothes being worn by cool That's people. Cool. Do you know Red cool Bull, idea. when it first launched, what they would do is get a whole bunch of empty cans, like a hundred, and just pour them into bins outside trendy nightclubs so people would come out and see all these empty oh. cans and go, oh, people drinking this stuff now. It's popular. Mm. Pretty good. That's not bad. That was a that was a real moment. Speaking of things that have aged, when the the Red Bull and uh, vodka and oh and the dash of red <laughs> yeah. they, when they when they went through the yeah the party world that was that was too much. It was, it was fucking it, diabolical. Because I I can remember Red Bull. I reckon it was oh, mid to late nineties when Red Bull oh, late, uh, first late 90s. first yeah. appeared. Yeah, and it was and it was the only drink like that. On the market, yeah. At the time, yeah. Red Bull and V down here. If you v want to V came V came later on. Yeah, v okay. was the Red Bull copy. All right. And yeah, Red Bull just vodka Red Bulls. Fuck, I drank a lot of those. Yeah. Back in the day, man. Even as a twenty, and you're in your twenties, and you got the metabolism. I remember vodka Red Bulls were just that horrible thing where you'd you'd drink a lot of them and you'd you know pass out, and then you'd wake up because of all the caffeine. Yeah. Like, and you'd have to live through your hangover. It's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, they, a, they, a bit, let's talk about the ashes. They, 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 were, they were wonderful days. Welcome to our nightclub podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim, we've got the... Um, oh, this bit. No, um, Magnus just got bowled, but it's a no ball. Oh, really? To oh. give you an update of where we are in the cricket. Okay, so, so we... Oh, oh, that's... That is... We are that watching seems the- to happen only to England in Australia <laughs> during the Ashes when they really need <laughs> yeah. a wicket. It's incredible. It is great, isn't it? His foot was right over the line. So Here we go, and it's Ben Stokes bowling. Oh, that's a noble by mile. Ooh. That's almost that's almost a, such a big no ball. You'd look into match fixing. <laughs> I would examine the bets <laughs> on that particular delivery. Yeah. Oh, so we got Tim in because he's a massive cricket fan. Yes. I mean, all of last week's show was about how I'm uh, trying to pretend I'm a big cricket fan all throughout the Ashes. And by so, the way, if you guys didn't hear it, something a point I made to yeah. cricket writer Daniel Churney is uh, my theory with uh, Ashes series in Australia, especially ones that start in Brisbane, yeah. it all depends on the first over. Because there's the famous Steve Harmison bowl, which went nowhere, and England lost that five mm. nil. There mm. was the one where Australia lost two wickets in the first uh, over, and uh, we lost that series. So yesterday, I think to myself, I'm just going to watch the first over. Here we oh. go. And Mitchell <laughs> Stark first ball, bang! I went sweet. Cricket's done. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that Harmison one. I don't remember the two. What were the two wickets in the first over? Yeah. See, remember I said it yeah, wasn't yeah, a huge. Okay, sure. I, I can remember yeah. I was with friend of the show Mickey D. We were in Brisbane doing gigs, and we went to go get coffee for the start of the uh, thing, and the coffees took too long. And by the time we walked mm. into the place we were staying for the gigs, is we were too far. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, Hugh, you're a Queenslander. Yes. Were you more of a cricket fan or an NRL fan growing uh, up? Growing up, uh, probably way more of an NRL fan. Yeah. Uh, just because, I guess, my dad is big into NRL and not necessarily into cricket. So, right. Uh, you know, usually growing up, summer's a bit too... Bit too busy with the chores and the <laughs> and the <laughs> and the beach and all that. Yeah. So uh, you never played cricket either. I, d- I did play. Yeah, yeah. just for school, um, which would you know I was fine at, but I, and I enjoyed playing it. Yeah, and I watched a bit with friends, but it were wasn't you, like one of those houses. What, so were you a plucky middle order left hander? What was uh, your? I'm an off spin bowler mate, and I'm, yes, I'm, nice. And I'm very you know happy or 
whatever mental illness is, this is, <laughs> I've started playing again last year and this year in my 30s. Oh, so. no, that's oh, really? normal. Yeah. Hey, that's yes, man. Oh, yeah. hang on. Is, is your partner pregnant? Is this so you can get away for <laughs> entire weekends? <laughs> no, but she's pretty happy no, to see no. me out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Normally it's golf or cycling. But yeah. 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 Um, yeah I like to be around a few more fellows. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so who are you, who are you playing for? Uh, it's called the Thornbury Turf Strokers. Yes. And the, and the, and the logos are very subtle, you know. Uh, hand ho- gripping the handle of a bat. So yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So Which real, we're real in subtle Thorn- nod. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's around where I grew up. Where, where in Thornbury are you playing? Um, I think the, technically the Oval's in Fairfield. It's one of those clubs where a few guys yeah, started right. it Absolutely, ten yeah. years ago, and it was an indoor <laughs> cricket. Oh, team. Yeah, yeah, right. And okay. Now, now there's three teams, and, they, and and you get to play on turf, which is pretty fun. Are there other comedians playing? There is a few others. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Luca's just started playing. Luca, Luca Muller. Muller. Yeah, and comic. then uh, Nick Kwan and a few other guys that used to play, but I uh, used to <laughs> used to play comedy. <laughs> you know, this is the sort of <laughs> oh, gum, uh, there's a potential catch to first slip there that just dropped short. Ah, uh, it's a shame. Um, yeah, so it's exciting times, mate. I've so far this season, I've cleaned up a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> When you say cleaned up, did you bounce him and knock his head no, off? No, no, man. I'm just ripping off the the off bail, mate. Nothing, yeah. nothing like that. Oh, <laughs> I would like to become an off spin bowler. That bowls the occasional <laughs> bouncer at kids. Um, <laughs> but yeah, got a got a 12 year old boy. Got a got his dad, and then I got a 67 year old bloke. <laughs> And uh, I reckon and I could play for this team. Yeah, it's pretty well, good. Yeah. As soon as you said 67-year-old bloke, I thought, there's hope for me, yeah. <laughs> he was awesome. It was just this old Indian bloke, and, and I was yarning to him the whole time. And the whole game, he oh. was eating pistachio nuts, like just fielding. And they're still making him field, like, at square leg on the boundary. Like, balls are flying left or right, and he's having oh, to huddle around <laughs> yeah, eating his pistachio nuts. I'm like, guys. <laughs> surely you put the 67-year-old in first sleep. Yeah, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if he's going to drop every one, you yeah. can't do that to the boy. <laughs> so you were yarning him. That yeah. means sledging? No, I was just, just chatting. with. I had to square oh, leg umpire, you know. So oh, I was just chatting one of those leagues. Yeah, 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 one of yeah. those leagues. Yeah, well, you'd yeah. never give an LBW. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, they, they have one umpire, but then... Someone else has to Oh, so you go square leg the square leg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, 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 it's not quite. (laughs) Uh, So what's your, how many games have you played this season? Uh, Three. And what's your highest score so far? It's yet to bat, which is pretty. Yet to bat. (laughs) You got a strong top order? Is Uh, that? A bit of that, and then also we got rolled for uh, 71, so (laughs) So I I went out, I did, I I haven't faced a ball, but I've been out standing at a non-striker's end. And then, so are are you deep? In the I'm batting deep order, in the order, but I'm I'm looking for a I'm looking for a for an elevation, elevation up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, yeah, mate. Always on the hunt. Do um, you need Do you need us to lobby the skipper? Yeah, and the selection absolutely. panel. Are you so? There are sixty-seven year olds and twelve year olds playing. Yeah, what, are you the oldest person in your team? Are you the no, youngest? What's I'm going about on? Middle. So we don't. Yeah, no kids in our league. But yeah, right. probably. Except the twelve-year-old. Yeah, oh, in in our team. Sorry. Oh, in your team. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, no. This was a full father-son team in um, in I'd say that from Caulfield. If it, that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, southern suburbs. Yeah, quite a bit affluent. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I overheard the kids on the boundary. One of them was like. Dad said he'd give me eight grand if I get a GPA, whatever, and and an iPhone. And I'm like, yeah. what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and at what point during the match do you does, do the the turf strokers start drinking? 
Oh yeah, pretty pretty uh, sort of dangerously early, I'd say. Because <laughs> they 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 like to keep it like there's some level of like I got in trouble for wearing black shoes, and it's very like ah uh, uh, don't if you got out and it's the second innings don't think about starting drinking and everyone's like yeah, yeah of course uh, yeah, think right, about it, we'll just okay. do it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, and who says that? Is that the other team saying that? The or umpires? Are the umpires? I, what? I don't know. Yeah, but it's pretty loose. Gee, so that wouldn't be happening oh. in the Ashes because do you know who the match referee is? I heard. Uh, is it David Boone? It is David Boone. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he would be very disappointed if you went out in the second innings. David Boone. And didn't start drinking. Yeah. David Boone, if you interview David Boone and he's worried it's going to come up, he makes a point of saying, don't mention the plane. Yeah, now oh. why? What, is that because it didn't happen? Or No, it definitely happened. I don't think – well, if you th- think about it this way, right? David Boone is now a 60-something-year-old man. Yeah who's been on the selection panel of the Australian cricket team for many years. He's a man of influence yep. in Australian, it's the Australian sporting world. He's got a whole range of sporting interests. He was an incredible batsman for Australia over a long period of time, helped commandeer the uh, Australia moving from a shit laughing stock into a powerhouse. And the one thing anyone ever wants to talk about is how, piss, how much piss he drank on a flight. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? Talk to me about a thousand other things first, and once we've been through that list, I'll talk to you about how I drank a few fucking beers. Yeah. You bogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you're the bogan, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. sorry, Boone. <laughs> sorry, Booney. <laughs> so I think he's pretty bored with it. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. But like, uh, I mean, you know, I get it. Also, I get our fascination. Yeah, yeah. You know, he'll never be on front bar. Where I work uh, behind the scenes because because uh, of the Carlton Draft sponsorship, you cannot talk to any players about any drunken antics oh. for the Australian Broadcasting right. Authority rules. So when we had Doug Hawkins on, he got off the we were back you know finished the show and we're, and we're in the green room later on. And he went, I thought you were going to bring up this. I thought you were going to bring up that time I got locked up for that. And then hey, yeah, yeah. we go, no man, we can't talk about those. And he was like, Oh God, I was so worried. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug Hawkins says one of the one of the great stories. This is his story, but I'm going to just going to thieve it briefly for this podcast, where he talks about, as a 17-year-old, Huey, he got banned from the Braybrook Hotel. Okay. Right? For life. They said that done, life ban. And I can't remember what he'd done. We'd probably snuck in underage or something. Yeah, it's pretty impressive to get a life ban. But it was a life ban at 17. Anyway, and he tells this great story around it and all these follow-ups. But now there's a statue of him out the the front of the Braybrook pub, which is his, this comes around as the punchline of the whole story. Banned for life, now there's a statue. Dougie Hawkins. Now that's a movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why with the yeah. actors were last night? We were talking about that off stage. Why aren't we making movies like that about uh, about heroes who are banned from pubs? Yeah, yeah. Look, and then get a statue. Yeah, we need to be better at telling us great Australian sporting oh, stories. Man, isn't it weird the difference between Australian movies and Australian TV? Because all of our movies. So we had the the one about the psychological profile of a serial killer, the dry, the murder in the album. They're all very artistic slow, worthy mm. Oscar bait mm. movies. But then mm. our TV is Real Housewives and talent shows. Mm. There's no in between. Why is there no, you know. Yeah. Uh, well. Uh, why is there no in between, i.e. Doug Hawkins is banned for life and then becomes a statue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure there's room for it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> on this on this podcast, anyway, that's probably where you'll, I'm distracted where you'll by find all these them. things. Uh, yeah. Huey, I want to talk to you about because um, we never talk about rugby league on this no. on this program. Oh, wow! 
Um, what is the reaction to the new Dolphins team? Now, you're, you're a Broncos fan, I'm guessing. I am, yeah, but I... And where... Okay, first of all, what is the geographical equivalent of Redcliffe to Brisbane? Is this like a Geelong or is no, it like a... Not even. Nah? Just hang on um, one sec. Is there a new rugby league team? <laughs> Sorry, Lee. Is there a new rugby league team? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm so... I'm a sports nuffy, right? But rugby league has just never captured my attention. So I yeah. just don't even... I just switch off. So is there... There's a new team joining the competition next year. Yep. Yes. Called the Dolphins. Redcliffe Dolphins. Yeah. So right. it, I'm quite excited for it because they're... They're a club that's been in the Queensland Cup for 100 years. Oh, so, right. so, so it's, it's like an actual, Port Adelaide. Yeah, so oh, it's great. an actual... Oh, and right. they are quite rich because they've got a big fucking pokey den, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right. Big club, so. so they play in the what would be the domestic comp in Yeah, to Brisbane. be like the VFL version. Yeah, like right. The, What's Redcliffe life as a suburb? Is it, is um, it affluent? Yeah, it probably is quite... Is it Caulfield? It's sort of half an hour, uh, 40 minutes north of... Brisbane sort of thing and it's called a sign of sort of on a bay it's quite nice but yeah I'd say it'd be one of those areas that used to be quite rough and I think now yeah just like all those places out of town so it's just, like St yeah. Kilda I guess but a bit kind further of, out yeah a bit yeah okay but not yeah and would you change teams to the Dolphins um maybe I Ooh. I sort of I mean I'm sort of sick of the the Broncos do a lot of annoying things, but they're sort of the only <laughs> Are these team. criminal is, things? Hang yeah. on. Is yeah, there an yeah. NRL team that doesn't do a lot of annoying things? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. There's the criminal stuff, and then you're also like, why are you keeping <laughs> And then there's just the minutiae of like, this bloke, why are you keeping this bloke? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Which yeah, is probably... Yeah, yeah. Uh, is, how, so how long so they've, they're going to play next year? Uh, I think uh, one more year. Yeah, 23. But they got Wayne Bennett as coach, Lima. Even you would know yeah. Wayne oh, Bennett. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Led, uh, NRL legend. And so will are we anticipating a scandal next year or will <laughs> they wait until uh, they're actually playing? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, got a, they got a whole year of off-season <laughs> antics, I'm sure, yeah. You've got to get it yeah. early. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been relatively quiet an off-season so far for the fellas. They've got Tony oh. Mockbell as their uh, first signing. Yeah. <laughs> I see if it's still alive. I was just trying to think of a Tony criminal. Mockbell. Yeah, he's a in famous in criminal yeah, who's yeah, still alive. Yeah. I was going, Carl Williams, Chopper Reed. He's dead, dead. And no, he's, in, he's in Barwon Prison, old, right. uh, old Tony Mockbell. <laughs> well, they're bringing him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christian Porter's their first signing. Oh, Christian Porter, God. <laughs> anyway, and are you I, like most Qu- Queenslanders, Huey, in that mm. would you rather your club team, be it the Broncos or the Dolphins, win the grand final in rugby league or Queensland wins origin? Um, oh, that's a great question. See, um, it, it's so weird to us AFL people that that's a great question. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's probably – well, when the Broncos – the Broncos are a f- sort of a fallen giant, really, which is why it's kind of exciting to go for them again because they were just yeah. – they're a big glamour club. Yeah. They've won a lot of premierships. When was, then, when they win their last one? Uh, maybe 2008. Okay, so it's been a bit of a while, but yeah, but they were like a club that literally, I think it was a few years ago, and it was the first time they didn't make the eight, and everyone was like, "This is." And they won the 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 end of the world, and then yeah, last year they won the spoon. So it's been an interesting. There's a lot of shit going on. I think a lot of old boys that are sort of legends of the game and big media players and. They sort of like to have a say. I think so there's, there's just a, a lot of cooks oh, yeah, right. in the yeah. kitchen. The Carlton of of the NRL. Yeah, yeah. And, right. you know, the Courier Mail will write three articles a day about them. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of pressure <laughs> yeah. and focus on this one one club in oh, a yeah. huge town. But, yeah, and I guess it would be the same. Like, when we won 
when Queensland won eight in a row, I was, you know, of origin, special moments of mine. It was, yeah, pretty wild stuff. But yeah, it's again, now it feels like. So like we won't win one for a while. Did you ever warm towards the Storm because they had a lot of Queensland players? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't mind the Storm. But again, you sort of, now it's at a point where you're like, fucking hell. Like they just yeah. <laughs> are there or thereabouts every year. and it's. A <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe they lost the prelim this year. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they were clearly the best team, right, in the regular yeah, season. Yeah, absolutely. I took that as a sign because you remember that was AFL grand final day and I was like, oh, bad, t- bad day for a team called Melbourne. And then, yeah, no, that didn't work out. (laughs) Had that that work out for you. Really well, thanks. (laughs) I'm glad I brought it up. See, I used to, even as a kid, I was always conflicted with State of Origin because Hawthorne was the only football team really I cared about, even though I barracked for West Adelaide. So... I kind of wanted Victoria to win State of Origin. Oh, Oh, you're talking AFL State of Origin. AFL, because they had a bunch of Hawthorne players playing for them. Really? It's weird. Whereas cricket, I was always... religious. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Whereas cricket, I was always redbacks, redbacks, redbacks. In fact, I've recently developed a theory on why I often wanted international teams to beat our test team at cricket. Oh, I didn't know this. And I was quite conflicted about why I felt this way. And I think it's because... I wanted our test team to lose so they would make changes at the selection table and possibly bring in South Australians. Ah. Because South Australians have just never been good at cricket. Okay, in tr- fact, <laughs> it, right, here's one for you. Okay. I saw Greg Blewett last Friday, right? Great, a, great at a, cricketer. At a work thing. Even right? I know him. Great cricketer, 46 test matches for Australia. And I asked him, I said, did you ever play in a test match with Dizzy Gillespie and Buff Lehman, three of you, three South in the same test. And he said, no. I said, when was the last time three South Australians played in a test match together? And he couldn't think of a time. It may never have happened. (laughs) It may never have happened. What about Don Bradman? He was South Australian. Well, he's a New South Welshman who finished off his career in South Australia. There could have been potentially three South Australians back then, maybe. But anyway, my point being, growing up as a South Australian, you just and David Hook said it himself, when you get selected for the New South Wales Shield team, you get to you get handed a paper bag as well with your Australian bag. Absolutely. <laughs> See, I always thought it was just uh, us bit of Victorians who thought that. that but there's there always been enough. heaps of Victorians in the Australian team. Nah, not enough. There's been heaps. And then we'd win all the Shields. And then See, Queenslanders have generally been pretty well represented in yeah, the Australian you, team. You Who's your favourite Queensland cricketer in the Austra- who made the Australian side? All, all time. All time. Mm. Mm. Um, and who's your favourite South Australian, Lima? Well, it's David Hooks is mine. Oh, nice. Good answer. Had his yeah. poster on my wall as a kid. I just love swashbuckling Hooksy. Yeah. yeah. And he looked cool. I went to a David Hooks cricket camp. Really? Yeah, at Sacred Art College. How old were you? Uh, tw- actually, we haven't got to your cricketing career, Lima. I think I was 12 at the time. Yeah. And it was David Hooks. Rod Marsh was there. Like, it, it really fucking blew my mind. And here, and funny thing, Neville Rocky Roberts, who played footy for Nord, right, was there for some reason. And we had these these books. Everyone who went to the cricket camp got this book, and it sort of went through all this advice for cricket and also the program, what's happening day one, day two, blah, yep. blah, blah. And you would get all the people there to sign it. So you get David Hooks to sign it and Rod Marsh, and I think Larry Gomes was there as well, and this weird collection of cricketers. And then I went up to Neville Rocky Roberts, and I said, can you sign this? And he goes, sure. And as he started his signature, someone yelled out, hey, Rocky. He stopped his signature halfway through. 
handed it back to me and said, I'll finish it later oh. and walked <laughs> off. Oh, no. It's just the weirdest thing to me that a bloke halfway through, like it would have been 0.2 of a second to finish it. He said, I'll finish it later. And he's hated Norwood ever since. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the more insane ending of that story is if he did come and finish it later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like that, you're like, that would be weird. Four years dude. later. He's like, oh, Limo, thank God I found you. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, there was a knock at the door. Because <laughs> we were all... Because we were all staying in the boarding house at Sacred Art College, which is where the cricket camp was based. For, so, yeah, me laying in a bunk and him sneaking in the middle of the night. Oh, God. Hey, are you Anthony Lehman? Is that you? I finished that signature now. Guess what? I still have best wishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiss, well, kiss. Who, who's your favourite so, Queensland cricketer? Uh, I'd probably say... Uh, probably Andrew Simons. Oh, great <laughs> answer. Oh, yeah. Great uh, answer. Oh, yeah. Or modern is Uzi, if I can call him a Queenslander. He's moved there. He's been there long enough. Yeah, you can. That's Kawaja. Yes. Yep. You uh, can count Uzi, I reckon. Mine would be Merv Hughes. Just, it was, so, I mean, Warney was amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a tie between them, but uh, Merv Hughes is probably the better bloke. Mer- really? <laughs> Only because Merv Hughes is like oh, yeah. best of the best uh, elite level human. If you've ever met him, he is oh, yeah. absolutely six star human. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Merv, Merv is, is a legend. Also, a little bit of bias there because he barracks for the Bulldogs. Well, that's how I met him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah right. But he is, he's just absolute <laughs> legend would do. And he, he, uh, I got told a story after I had him on my Bulldogs podcast. Someone uh, said they saw Merv uh, walk into the wrong room at Lord's and just get like – actually went to the general public area and just got swamped by Australians and English and everything. And he was stuck there for two hours but chatted to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Made sure everyone got uh, – you know, didn't dismiss anyone. Yeah, yeah. Which he, is a bad thing for a bowler. But he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very, he's a very friendly bloke. Uh, Andrew Simons, remember when he rocked up? Did he have an all-nighter and turn up to a one-day game in England? Yeah, I feel like point? there's a fair few stories of – Roy, that yeah. I like that. I do remember he missed series because he was like in the Kakadu fishing and was just like, oh, nah. He did one of my favourite tweets uh, of a professional athlete sledging another professional athlete. Oh, so, yeah. so Warney did a tweet and it just, <laughs> and the tweet said, and this is all sort of abbreviated, but he goes, uh, Melbourne to London. Commentary, London to Las Vegas, poker, Las Vegas to New York, photo shoot, New York to Melbourne, home, exhausted. Right? And that was his. Yeah. Oh, right. damn it. That was yeah, yeah. That see, was see, see what I said about Murph? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I think there was even like a Dublin golf thing in there as well. Oh, yeah, Dublin yeah. golf, you know. It's like this. Uh, and then exhausted uh, back home. And then Andrew Simons <laughs> replies, um, home, pub, drinking. Pub, river, fishing. <laughs> river, pub, drinking. Back to river, fishing. Home, exhausted. <laughs> I had an Andrew Simon story of uh, someone in the – it was a dressing room story. It's probably not even true, but uh, he was asking everyone for a texter, you know, a felt pen sort of thing, and no, no one had one. He's getting quite agitated. Yeah. And finally, someone, you know, one of the assistant coaches found one, gave it to him, and he gets to go, finally, good. And he starts writing his name on the tag on the back of his jumper <laughs> and then someone goes is that what you wanted it for Andrew he goes yeah 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 I don't want, I don't want to get the wrong one they go 
look at the back <laughs> and it had his name <laughs> and number already on there. <laughs> I, I have heard I have heard that story. A great a great move one is they were playing an old an ex players game down in Tassie. And Damien Fleming told me this because he was playing that day as well. He said they're in the change rooms afterwards. And Trevor Chapel played in the game. And no one had said any, you know, because obviously the thing that's hanging over Trevor Chapel all the time is the, the underarm yeah. under delivery, yeah. right? Mm. And um, <clears throat> they finished the game and no one had mentioned anything all day. And they finished the game, they're in the change rooms, they're all fucking about having a couple of beers, whatever. Merv comes back, sort of towel wrapped around himself. He's been in the shower and he's looking through his bag and he can't, he's looking around and he goes, Hey, Trevor, got any underarm? And Flem reckons he must have been waiting all day to deliver that line. Because <laughs> he, he put so much effort into the acting out the search through the bag where he couldn't <laughs> like to really pull some focus. Man, as a, as a man that loves to commit to a bit. Uh, a huge <laughs> respect. Yeah. You've got to go all out for you. <laughs> Who do you reckon hates their own story more, David Boone's drinking or Trevor Chapel's underarm? Uh, it's got to be Trevor. It's got to be, be Trevor Chapel because there's there's no joy attached to it. No. Yeah, exactly. Richie Benno never went. Uh, you know, that's the most disgraceful thing I've ever seen on any commercial flight. <laughs> It'd have to be up there. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. But oh, also, yeah, yeah, it's I'll, a feat of human. You know. Yeah. Oh man, it should be an Tenacity. Olympic sport. <laughs> yeah. So. This, so we're watching the cricket here. You know how all this, a group of Richie Benos has become a thing at the cricket? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a few years ago, there so was- and people in the crowd dressing as Richie Benos, People Beno, in the crowd dressed as, not, as, not dress uh, as Richie Benos. Not just clones. They haven't an exhumed Richie yeah. at the cricket. <laughs> yeah. And replicated yeah. him. Richie, yeah. the corpse yeah. of Richie and Bob Hawke, and then pour in a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Let them rest. Make Australia great again. Yes. Come on. <laughs> They're not, but they couldn't show their vaccine passport, so they weren't allowed in. <laughs> So uh, I, love, I love the theory that you've dug up the corpses and duplicated it. With that technology, you could probably bring them back to life. No, nah, no, nah, I just want dead bodies. <laughs> nah, nah, I just, just want the corpse. So about the first time you ever saw those Richie Benos was at the SCG about eight years ago, I reckon. It was an Ashes Test match, right? Mm-hmm. And... It was just the most Australian thing I'd ever seen is there were 50 Richie Benos and Bob Hawke was walking past yeah. and this became an annual event, but this was the first time it happened. Oh, I know what you Bob Hawke was walking past and they stopped him and he sculled a beer in front of 50 Richie Benos and there were people complaining about it, saying what a horrible yeah. example it was. First this of all, is, this is irresponsible. It's a midstream. And it's like, this is the most beautifully Australian <laughs> thing. It was an Ashes yeah. Test match at the SCG. <laughs> A former Prime Minister scales a beer in front of 50 Richie Benos. Yeah. That is, that I defy you to come up with a more Australian <laughs> And let's not forget, than that. Bob Hawke was a world record holder for sculling yes. beers. So yeah. he's just showing off some skills. Yeah. They were probably asking for techniques. Yeah, well, he gave them. Would you, is there any, like, political biases aside, no matter how much you, if Scott Morrison walked past you in the cricket yep. and you said, hey, ScoMo, scull this, and he did it, You'd respect that. Like, I, there's no prime minister can fail by sculling a beer. I'd still hate him. Yeah, it wouldn't make me. I'd, I'd, it wouldn't make me like him anymore. Is there anything cooler? Like, what if Julia Gillard? You know what? You, but you know what? It would actually make me hate him more. Oh, really? Yeah, yes, I, I, because I still Bob's gear. Because I'm yeah. saying, you know what? Because he's all an act. Yeah. Scott Morrison does whatever 
the right thing is in that tiny little moment in his life. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. doesn't think out. We've all got beyond. mates like that. Yeah, he'd, he'd be also. You'd you'd watch it and you'd know he'd be the sort of like that does the big gulps and he'd have the two dribbles <laughs> yeah, going down yeah, there. Like, he'd yeah. be all over yeah. his sharky shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd stand at yeah, yeah. he'd stand at an angle so you actually couldn't see him throw it in the face of a baby behind him. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Okay, I thought of a cooler one. Uh, yeah. What if uh, Julia Gillard walks past? Yes. And they go, "Hey, Jules, drink this beer," and she goes, "Nah," pulls out a Chardonnay and skulls that. Uh, that, I, that would be way awesome. Okay, that'd be a weird scenario. <laughs> okay, what if Harold Holt appears out of a drain, yeah. skulls a swimming pool? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you reckon is the highest amount of runs ever scored off one ball? Okay. Well, it's definitely more than six. It is more than six. Uh, I've got a feeling it's ten, and... That obviously involves a whole bunch of overthrows, right? But I, th- but I, th- I think it might be. Is this in a test match? I think so. Yes, yes. In a test match. Yep. No, this has actually been in my notes for this podcast since last cricket season. I'm going to say ten. What do you reckon? Here is. Uh, I, I have some sort of hazy, you know, on commentary. Someone yeah. I wouldn't have seen it live, but it wasn't something where there was just. It's not international. It was state. Yeah, dozens of oh, like, hang on, no so balls. Was it like n- not test cricket? No, well, not international test cricket. It was a test match. I think it was Sheffield Shield. Uh, so this is a guy who doesn't see. Who's do forgotten the to, story because he wrote it. Do we have to school oh, him? No, no, no. <laughs> see, that's I know, the, I know what he means. I know what he means. <laughs> see, Danny. All right. Do test, I, test Danny. Yes. It's important you know this. Oh, right. Test yeah. cricket is international cricket. Is that all? So what do you call it when Sheffield, Sheffield Shield, Shield play five days? Sheffield Shield. It's uh, isn't that a no, test they, only play, they only play four days, but they call it. It's it's called. It's known as first class cricket. Yeah, ah. but it's not test cricket. Now I've got a book here somewhere. <laughs> Danny, you're gonna have to read this book on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the rules, of the, the laws of cricket, or whatever. Oh God, um, is it wisdom? I know wisdom's a thing. No, it's a book I found. Hang on, you're going off mic. <laughs> you're a professional broadcaster for fuck's sake. Oh, you're yelling out. Huey, do you want to be the co-host of this podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what um, is it? <laughs> but I, I would say on that, I think it's something like something ridiculous, like eighteen because of no balls or something. Maybe. Well, I can tell you this: there's off, off a single delivery. Off a single delivery, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, delivery. must be a bit. No, no, no yeah. I was, I was thinking like if you know how they're like, oh, technically that's the same delivery because it was a no ball, or but I yeah, found my I book. Don't know. Test cricket list. I was obsessed oh, with this. Here book. we go. Oh, look at that! For uh, it, that, the answer to that question will be in this book. But tell us the answer. Well, okay. So uh, the th- the story I had, which has since been usurped, the yeah. story I had was in a uh, Sheffield Shield mm. five day match, first class match where they wear white. Yeah. You, you've got. Yeah. You're holding your mic, mate. Put it near your mouth. The four four day. <laughs> Four day. day. You don't have a crack at me while you're talking about fucking five day domestic (laughs) test matches, all right? (laughs) Uh, uh, So uh, a ball was hit into. It was. It played out in the country. This is about a hundred years ago. A ball was hit Mm. and it went into a tree. And the umpire. Now the rule is the ball can't be declared lost if you can still see it, and they could see it. So a fielder had to. Hang on, hang on. So the tree must be on the ground of. On the, in the it was field. on the ground of play. So it was about 100 years ago in oh, Western Australia. Oh, this is a first-class game. You get a fucking tree <laughs> growing in the... Mate, it was 100 years ago. This, this, don't be so, don't be so yeah. snobby. 
<laughs> this is a lot of red flags around this story. Yeah, yeah. Where did you hear this? Is this? Did you hear this on a Furphy ad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I heard it on Joe Rogan, okay? Oh, There's a lot right, of facts. Joe Rogan. Oh, right, yeah. I was drinking. Right, it was when Invermectin was invented. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan would be great. So they just kept running. They just kept running whilst they got that. But there is another urban legend from England. Yes. 286 runs off one ball. Oh, oh no. Right 286. It was this one will be even better. It was yeah. stolen by a badger. No, yeah. it went into the tree again, but it was so high no one could climb it. So they had to like cut it down with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> then what they got the trees doing on the ground? And they kept they? running. Uh, but they people are saying it is a myth, but that's not what this show's about. So that's what happened, <laughs> definitely. Right. <laughs> Don't wear a mask. <laughs> that definitely 100% happened. Yeah. And by the way, uh, um, 17 runs in one legal delivery in the BBL last year. That, yeah, that, that legit happened. Hobart Hurricanes. 17 runs in one delivery? Yes. Was he? Yeah. I can put up the link on our socials oh, for right, everyone okay. to see. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, stuck in a tree. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the BBL's not far off making <laughs> rules like that. That's a great. You get one X Factor tree. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> I was, you can bring in a tree for there was, two overs. To there was a tree was, down at Bell Reef, and that's why they're not getting the fifth test. Yeah. I was once on the BBL. They had in, for one season. They had this thing where someone this. would sit in the crowd on a on a box. You yeah. remember this, Huey? Yeah. And they got and celebrities. If you, and if you caught a six. I do remember, or yeah. in that box, then a home, then a family watching at home would win a million dollars. A million? Yes. Oh, wow. my God. So Imagine. For, so for a game at uh, Etihad, I was the Marvel Stadium. Dockland Stadium. I was we'll the it. person, celebrity, in inverted commas, in yep. the box, right? Um, anyway, a ball was never going to get there. It was just way too far away. So it was the worst promotion they've ever done at the cricket. Yeah. It was ab- an absolute <laughs> fucking joke. Yeah, it's like just bring back the sign. You yeah. Know, the mercantile. Oh, the mercantile yes. mutual cup. Yeah. And they've got to, in- then they interview you and it's all awkward. And bl- Anyway, but the funny thing that happened is I'm sitting, as- so you're sitting there by yourself in yeah. this box <laughs> in the middle of the crowd. Yeah. Talk about a sitting target, right? So I'm sitting there, there's a group of blokes behind me and because you've got an earpiece thing, you have to listen to the game. You can't 100% hear clearly, but these guys behind me going, Lay mate, Lay mate, Lay mate, Lay mate, Lay mate, Lay mate. Until eventually I turn around and they go, Lay mate, Lay mate. And then I turn around and they go, Fucking dickhead. <laughs> and, and, and they got me again later in the game because I thought, Oh, maybe they'll say something different this time. They came, Fucking dickhead. <laughs> It truly, it truly is like as close as you get to an old timey like freak show or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just someone in a cage and you're going to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what was happening. What other celebrities uh, did they get roped in to do that? Uh, Doctor Stephen Hawking was he? I don't. Yeah, look, I don't know who else was uh, was hauled in for that. Yeah. Um, you'd be stressing out depending on what celeb you've got. Just being like, they can't be a safe pair of hands. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't Some get EDM to- DJ or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got the shades. What you want is like someone morbidly obese to, who's able, like Jabba the Hut. <laughs> so even if they drop it, the rolls of fat are still able to hang just in there. grab it there. Um, now, I don't know how we're going for time. we got we got about uh, 10, 15 Yeah, left. okay. So I put up a tweet uh, yesterday. Which I'm going to run past. Now we're cooking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're getting into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is where we go. Oh. We saved the good gear for the 40 minute mark. Oh yeah. Hang on. This is a, this is a new segment called Lemo's tweets. Lemo's tweets. Is oh. there 
Because I'll read through some oh, yeah. of the responses and I've, got, to and I've got to do the Sam Kerr stuff. Is there a less likable person in world sport than Novak Djokovic? Mm, that would have gone. Is well. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got, <laughs> did you do a, a lot, poll? Or no, I just <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's all I did, and then it just you know a lot of people have responded. All right, can uh, I guess some suggestions? That, sure. So are people just responding with it had. Uh, I don't. It's had about five hundred replies, but. <laughs> All right, so mate, not, we've all got followers. So I'm not going to read through them all. But Yeah, I imagine a lot of those wouldn't be positive to Limo <laughs> yeah. after oh, saying yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, the hey. Serbian. Yeah, yeah, Slobodan oh, Milosevic yeah. just no, got, I got, got on I got one here. No, let me read one to you from a bloke uh, who's a massive Novak Djokovic fan. He says, and I will find him here, he said, is there a, uh, uh, is there a more... I can vaguely remember it. Is there a, is there a more washed up, unfunny comedian in Australia than Limo? Yeah, <laughs> his reply. And he might have set me up, set myself up. He might one. have included a couple of extra swear words in, washed in, up. in amongst that. <laughs> uh, Demir Dockage is the first reply. Some people didn't quite. Understand. Some people were suggesting, like I got Elon. Some people said Elon Musk. He's yeah. not in sports. So even Demir Dokic is not. That's, that's no. So you've got to be an actual athlete, yeah, for this? Uh, Richard Hines said Pat Cummins, controversially. Whoa. I think he was deliberately making a joke because Pat Cummins had a big day. Big uh, day. Nick Curios well. got a few mentions. Yeah. No. Uh, it's always tennis. King Nick. Tennis <laughs> is like wrestling. There's, there's, there's the good guys and the bad guys. Well, it's similar in... The Mac, in Max Verstappen. What about Toby Green? Come on, surely he got, he got a run. Uh, Margaret Court gets a few oh, mentions. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, tennis. Uh, Shane Warne gets a heap of mentions. Yeah, if he was an yeah. Aussie, you'd hate Shane Warne. Warne. Kevin Peterson would uh, Oh, Luis Suarez. The oh, biter. Of the biter. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, Verstappen gets heaps. Uh, then there's the F1 golfer who Verstappen, uh, Trent Conchin, Mike it, uh, Tyson. Uh, yeah, it's Verstappen Formula One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, there's the golfer who is mates with who's sponsored by Donald Trump. Oh. Who won the U.S. Open who's last that? year? I don't know that story. Norman. Was it uh, Craig Norman? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's a Trump. Fan. Uh, oh, Lance Armstrong. Liz Cambridge gets quite quite a few uh, mentions. Ah, Cambridge is all right in here. But who? Let's go around the grounds. Who most hated? Or uh, most? No, not let's not say hated. Unlikable. Athlete in world sport. Well, for me, I because this is what I quite like about cricket as well, like tennis. I think you spend so much time watching these players, and you find like new and exciting and interesting ways to be annoyed. Oh yeah, by opposition. Yeah. Like that's yes. half the fun of cricket for me. Like yeah. just, just like I can stare at, you know, you know, say this new bowler Ollie Robinson. I can stare yeah. at his mouth for hours and be like. Oh my god! I hate staring at like like you know like like it's yeah. it's such a good sport. He's got the look worst at this mouth, this dumb fucking eyes on it. Like you know like like it'd be the most innocent <laughs> stuff. And you're oh. like, oh my god, look at his hairline, and you go nuts about that for eight hours. I'm a day. like that with uh, Broad, the yeah, English bowler. Yeah, I'm yeah. like that, just such a that head, yeah. an annoying face. And apparently, Chris Broad is just one of the great blokes. Yeah, you'll ever meet. Ruin it. It just yeah. oh, yeah, absolutely they, they, kills that's it. The problem. Jimmy Anderson. Again, yeah. There's another one who I can't stand. Yeah. Andre Nell, I'll never accept anyone telling me he's a good bloke. South African, South African fast bowler. Okay. <laughs> one of the worst blokes Yeah, in you the can always find a way to be like, yeah, So is that your vote? Bad blokes. Is that oh, your, sorry, Robinson's um, mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no, my most hated, yeah, it probably would be like a South African rugby player, probably Skulkberger or something like that. Right. Just a, 
Oh, that, that's in Union. Do you love both yeah. rugby's? Yeah, I grew up playing Union and watching. Oh, good on league, you. But yeah, I'll never understand so, the divide. The people yeah. who love league and hate Union, or vice versa. It's, a very, it's the same, yeah. roughly sport. Yeah, it's a very just because I love say, AFL. But it's like uh, rugby Union is like chess, and league is like checkers. Is that what people of say? Tough sort of. Yeah, yeah it's right. a very private school sport. <laughs> But yeah, checkers rules. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. Like it's a lot of fun as well. I, I, do, I prefer watching Union. I just well, feel like the ball keeps moving. There's yeah, that Union's constant, constant movement a bit for more. like World Cups and stuff. Like the Union World yeah. Cup is great. Like because there's actually teams that play, countries that play, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. World Cup between Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that was always my dream. I was like, I could play for Italy. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah, like totally. blokes that you know retired from the NRL for three <laughs> yeah. years, and they're like. Rolling out for Italy and stuff. Yeah. It's like that South Australian dude that played cricket for Canada at the World Cup. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Irish cricket team is just oh. Australians. Yeah. Who had, it's you know, unreal. parents yeah, yeah. and who had parents? <laughs> who had parents? Must be, <laughs> must be, be the end of the year. Huh? <laughs> I'm a professional broadcaster. <laughs> oh, they sell up themselves with their parents. <laughs> uh, my vote for most hated mm. sports person in world sport, Neymar. The Brazilian footballer who plays for Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, Germain. yes. Ridiculously talented, dives all the fucking time. Yeah. I used to say that about Ronaldinho as well. Remember him? No, Ronaldinho was great. Was a like gr- a good, no. Apparently a good bloke. Like d- gave a lot of money to UNICEF and stuff. Shut up. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Neymar just takes all the money. Le- got booted from Barcelona because he wasn't a team player. Like, and has never carried a team on his own. Has always been surrounded uh, by on. very rich clubs. A, a professional soccer player got sacked. Well, just not got being a team player. Sold on to <laughs> PSG. Like, I feel like that's nearly every yeah. Mate, top dollar soccer Barcelona. player in the world. Um, so disappointed Messi's at PSG. Just doesn't yeah. suit him. No are they, didn't they, uh, aren't they through to the final 16 of the... PSG, probably. The uh, Champions League. It was League? full of dead rubbers this, uh, this week, so I haven't really paid... Super amount of attention. Uh, I know Barcelona got thumped by Bayern. Uh, oh, hey, let's talk soccer. Chelsea versus Juventus. Lima is a big Chelsea fan. This is mm-hmm. in the women's. Yes. Okay, you don't know the Sam Kerr story yet. I've been. Uh, I've no, been, I know that. I know that she kicked uh, two goals yep. and they and they won three two. I think. Yeah. Three one. Well, it was nil nil this one. Yeah. Today, uh, so it's a women's match between Juventus. And oh, this Chelsea. is today? This is this morning. This Hang is on, a couple uh, of hours ago. So what's this in? Uh, the Champions League. Oh, right. So they've already won. They won the Women's FA Cup, I believe. They won the Women's FA Cup. They won the, or the, the League Cup. They won the Premier League, or equivalent of. Yes, Super League, I think they Super League. It. And this is the triple they're going for. They're going for the treble, yeah. Here, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> and uh, nil-nil, uh, 89th minute, pitch invader. Pitch invader. Male pitch invader to a women's thing. There's something really yeah. insidious about that. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. It's not fun. And then uh, he's run onto the field. Okay. And can, he's we, can we guess what happens next? Sure. Uh, I think I have seen a screenshot oh, okay. of something. I reckon well, your favourite cricketer, Andrew Simons, yeah. could have provided some inspiration for You are for exactly Sam right. Kirk. Did she hip and shoulder the bloke? Yes. Oh, amazing. Okay. And Unreal. what's more, I didn't think there was footage, but there's footage. Oh, now. great. Let's, I'm just let's gonna, check it out. I will put this. I've already retweeted it. It's on the They Came to Play socials. This is a, yeah. So the camera doesn't show it, uh, the, the, the live stream, but this is a fan. V- so look at this guy. He's running on. He's hassling a few of the players. Yeah. The referees, all the players are saying, mate, piss off. You're not fun. Here, so here's Kerr. 
bang. She just hip and shoulders him in a way that her brother would so be so good. proud. And here's the worst part. She gets a yellow card for that. Really? Oh, did she? She got a yellow card for that, which I think is that's very most, dangerous. That's the most worthwhile yellow card anyone's ever <laughs> Absolutely. received. Absolutely. No, I think it's a horrible precedent that she got a yellow card because- Next time I'm at a Melbourne Victory game and I want to see, you know, and say, you know, Bruno Fornaroli at Perth Glory, who always dominates against us, he's on a yellow card. Yes. I'll run on the field. I'll get right in his face. And then if he, like, touches me, I'll do a dive. He gets a yellow card. He's sent off. Right. Will you do that? No, but <laughs> someone could. <laughs> Is that Danny McGinn? <laughs> <laughs> what? They came to play T-shirt. It'll be great publicity yeah, okay. for us. Yeah. Oh, that's good gear from Sam Kerr. I like yeah. that. Oh, it's really I would good. say she does blindside him, to be fair. For the <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. which, is, which is even more awesome. The proper oh, dog shot. Do you think that's why she got the yellow card? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. If it, was, if it was front on. If it was front on contact. <laughs> How would the tribunal say that bump? Oh, it was, there, was, there was intent. Yeah. yeah. But she's just lived no, out. No, no, I, I respect it. She's lived out the ultimate dream. She's hey, scored a hat trick for Australia at a World Cup and she's hip and shouldered a Chelsea fan. I mean, I, that's what I want to do. <laughs> Has that blown up? Is she getting, are people oh, loving yes. that? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's gone ballistic. So that's why I was, when I got here to record, I'm like, do you know the Sam Kerr thing? You went, no, nah. I went, don't look at Twitter. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> don't look I at Twitter. I love how, I, I, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I just get wildly patriotic in these little moments. Oh, yes. Like, so something like that. If that's blowing up internationally, it just fills me with Aussie joy. Yes. God, do you remember one that's just... Remember Mick Fanning punched a shark? Yes. Oh, and the world went bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way too yeah. long. It's just so good. Or the other one that happens, or I feel like this happens on an annual basis, is when an Australian kicker in the NFL tackles someone. Oh, yeah. All right. And they freak out in the NFL. Yeah. They're like, kickers don't tackle? Yeah. This Australian guy is crazy. Yeah, they were going... Bananas over, yeah, one of the Australian guys, he Was it got si- charged. Sipos? Sipos might have tackled someone. Yeah, I, I think I think he's one of the main kickers. It was like last week. Oh, and he, right, and okay. He, and he punted it and it got charged down. Yeah. And then he scooped it back up and kicked it again and did a really good kick. And they're like, is that even allowed? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like, you're like, when you, you just, if you watch league or, or yeah. AFL, you're like, oh, it's, is that, is that crazy? Is it? Like, the mere thought that the <laughs> bloke whose only job is to just, would actually do. It is then like having to be like, I've got to catch the ball or, you know, <laughs> or yeah, make a tackle. It's like. He might do another job. Apparently yeah. Dustin Fletcher's son has just been accepted into some fancy college for gridiron. He's been at, he's been at college for a while. Okay. Well, then son. Th- something happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He may have, uh, unless he's been drafted, I think he's second year college. Maybe they won, it, won something. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I, I went into that heavy handed. But he's. Uh, but he's a good. I know he's loving it and I know he's showing some real potential. Sweet. Yeah. Why didn't he? Yeah, okay. This is just my arrogance, but I'm going, play real footy, mate. Go and retire at the NFL. I don't know. Or you could earn $5 million a year. Yeah, it's uh, not bad. Kicking the ball ball. once a week. Yeah, all right. It's pretty sick. Good point, well made. (laughs) It's, uh, (laughs) and that's nearly a catch. Nah, England have just dropped another catch. Oh, see, a South African would have claimed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, it's England. He is South African. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> of course. What am I, what am I thinking? <laughs> what am I thinking? Um, now, have we got anything else to cover off I here? I don't think uh, I've got anything else. We should uh, plug Tim Hewitt's brilliant comedy rooms and any gigs you're doing, yes, Huey. What's what's yes. going on? Um, I have a couple of shows on at the moment. Um, 
It's Comedy at the Cooper's Inn every Friday night. Great pub, believe, great venue. I believe Limo is on this Friday. A Friday <laughs> night, yeah, yes. it's going to be massive. Wow, it's who else was supposed massive. to be on? <laughs> no, mate, no, no, no. no I, I was big, supposed big. to be on and I got bugged. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh no, yeah. I, you didn't bump me. No, I, I, I've got to, fi- I've got to go work at Hard Quiz. Yes, yeah, doing yeah. warm up, which pays slightly more. Sorry, yes. sorry, Ben. No, no, <laughs> that's okay, <laughs> sorry, Tim. That's okay. That's okay. Um, and then uh, Rochi on a Thursday, if you want to check out. That's like more of a smaller fun. Up and coming gig, but it's going well. These and are both in Melbourne, by the way. Yes. Cooper's in is in the city. Rochester is in Fitzroy, but they're both great rooms. Yeah, and uh, I don't know when this comes out, but there's a Crab Lab Christmas show on next Wednesday at Comedy Republic. If you want, this to comes out today out. for our Patreons oh, yeah, and uh, Friday yeah. for the regular listeners. Next so, Wednesday. so that'll be Wednesday the fifteenth. Yes, because Crab Lab was a great room for those. For yeah. we, now we're getting into comedy <laughs> thing, but <laughs> Crab Lab was a uh, a room where you could genuinely go and fuck around, and the crowd were always up for it, and it had yes. a real good vibe about yeah, it. It was a was a fun show. So. Uh, why doesn't Crab Lab happen anymore? Um, I think the bar, like the bar, were already weird pre COVID. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. I think they were trying to make it a rest. Restaurant, or they've always yeah. I have a great knack for doing running comedy shows at <laughs> bars with. I guess it's everywhere, but you know. Venue owners and managers that have big ideas. Oh yeah! yeah. yeah. Oh man! Yeah. I just, that that has no yeah. place in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. I just yeah. lost my comedy festival venue because they want to do renovations during. Yeah. Was supposed to be oh, on Imperial. Imperial. Yeah. 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 Do you lose your yeah. venue as well, Leams? Uh, well, that was where. I mean, I was. If I was going to do it, that's where I was. Are oh, you not doing it now? Well, <laughs> no, I don't neither know. am I. I don't know if I can be. <laughs> I don't know if I can be bothered. We'll do a yeah. we'll do a live season preview on they they came to play or something. Are you we'll doing do a like uh, festival show? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm sort of uh, venue managing the whole Coopers Inn and I'll do a, a show with Sam Tornan, just a little muck around show and maybe the footy. Yeah, yeah, I'll be doing shows. Can yeah. Lee yeah. yeah. and I get on the footy show yes, or, or, or yeah, do we know yeah, too yeah. much about footy? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might have to do some fucked characters. <laughs> you might so have yeah, to run through some to pretty explain, crook banners, Dan. Tim does if a footy need- show where everyone's a messed up character. Yeah, yeah. It's good yes, fun. Yeah, it's... If you need someone to play a former host of the footy show, yeah, I can. I like oh, that. that's I good. can possibly help yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, and very quickly, if it's okay, I'll just plug. Oh, yeah, uh, go. I got a podcast with a friend Zach Dyer called Feed and Bra. If you like just dumb growing up drinking stories, and Zach Dyer's a very underrated comedian. Yeah, yeah. So it's a fun little pod. With yeah, just different that's guests great. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. They'll find that on Apple iTunes. Oh yeah, yeah. all good. All the uh, big stuff. Man. All good podcast. <laughs> all good podcast outlets. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tim Hewitt, thank you very much. Thanks so much for having me, Danny McGinley. Thank you, mate. Thank you. So we're doing our last show next week with very big guest Tess Armstrong. Tess Armstrong. Yay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and uh, go the Aussies.